Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So, press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2123. Is Fresh Really Best? By Nadia Mazari with idealnutrition.com.au. And I'm Dr. Neil. Welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of just a few podcasts in the world where blogs are read to you. And on this show, you get the added bonus of hearing my commentary at the end. Oh, and another bonus, on Fridays, I answer your questions. Now, to check out our other shows, Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. But for now, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. Is Fresh Really Best? By Nadia Mazari with idealnutrition.com.au The profound power of social media in today's world has presented us with strikingly different trends in health, wellness, and consumerism. Freak shakes, loaded fries, and triple-decker burgers claim glory on the internet at the same time as clean eating, Ayurvedic medicine, and high-intensity interval training workouts. So although we're encouraged to go all out on our indulgences, we're also often guilt-tripped into having to remediate it through healthy, natural, and low-tox lifestyles. One such example of this remediation is the widespread notion that fresh is always best when it comes to fruits and vegetables. According to this concept, we should steer clear of any processed forms of fruits and vegetables. If we want optimal nutrition, we must buy local. Considering only 5% of Aussies over the age of 18 are consuming the recommended daily intake of fruits and vegetables, could such expectations for optimal health be causing many of us to give up on meeting our requirements? Moreover, is it only worthwhile to eat fruit and veg if they're fresh? Well, let's explore this. To do so, we'll look at an overview of the journey that different forms of fruits and vegetables go through before finally reaching our plates. The beginnings, harvesting, transport, and storage. Fruits and vegetables are harvested at different time points depending on their intended sale. Produce intended to be frozen 
are picked at their peak ripeness, briefly blanched, and then snap frozen to preserve their nutritional and chemical integrity. Fruits and vegetables destined to be canned are harvested at the same time, but often blanched for longer to preserve their integrity in canned liquid. Fresh produce, however, can be harvested either vine-ripened or just shy of ripening. Studies have consistently demonstrated that vine-ripened produce harvested at peak ripeness hold the most nutrients. However, most of us don't consume our fruit and vegetables straight from the plant. A lot of our fresh produce undergo lengthy transport and storage times before they finally make it to the supermarket, much less our plates. Think cold storage apples or unripened bananas, for instance. Luckily, there is little evidence that nutrients within fresh produce differ significantly across storage conditions. Processing. After harvesting, frozen or canned produce must undergo some preservation processing before making it to the supermarket shelves. Canned produce is often preserved in syrups, oils, or water. They are likely to contain added sugars, salt, flavors, or colors to maximize palatability after thermal processing and soaking. Thermal processing is a type of blanching method utilized to kill microbes and deactivate enzymes that may promote degradation of the produce. Before sealing the can, the produce is immersed in their preservation liquid. This is the point where fruits and vegetables lose some of their nutritional value. Produce containing the water-soluble vitamins B and C, like mushrooms and edamame, for example, leach a significant amount of these vitamins into the liquid they are preserved in. Moreover, the additives in canned produce diminish the nutritional quality of the fruit or vegetable. However, opting for low-sugar or low-sodium varieties can preserve their nutritional quality and ensure you still consume an assortment of fruits and vegetables. Freezing. Produce destined to be frozen are heat-treated in much the same way as canned fruits or veg. However, their thermal processing time is often much shorter to maintain qualities such as crispness and brightness. So, apart from seasoned or pre-cooked products, frozen fruit and vegetables are usually minimally processed and do not contain many additives. They also keep for as long as three months in the freezer before their nutritional quality starts to diminish. Studies have even found that the antioxidant levels of frozen produce can often be significantly higher than their fresh counterparts after three days of storage. One recent and novel study sought to minimize confounding factors like cultivar methods, soil composition, storage times, and so on to nutrition profiles across fresh, stored, and frozen vegetables as such factors have been found to affect their nutritional quality. The nutrition and chemical profiles of eight fruits and vegetables from harvest to processing and freezing were examined. The produce included corn, carrots, broccoli, spinach, peas, green beans, strawberries, and blueberries. It was found that ascorbic acid, a derivative of vitamin C and highly heat-sensitive, was not significantly reduced in any of the frozen produce. And in fact, all eight fruits and vegetables in their frozen state had higher levels of vitamin E when compared to the fresh produce. It suggested that the vitamin E levels increased in the produce as a result of the brief blanching process they underwent before freezing, which made the vitamin more available. This is just one of the many studies that have found little to no difference in nutritional quality across fresh, frozen, and fresh stored, meaning refrigerated up to five days, fruits and vegetables. The supermarket. As you can see, fresh and frozen vegetables are generally nutritionally on par with one another. However, 
they have both traveled a long way to get to the supermarket shelves. Both fresh and frozen produce are likely to have undergone some oxidation during this transit time. Fresh produce may have also been subjected to temperature insults. Nonetheless, studies haven't yet found any statistically significant deteriorations to the antioxidants or nutrients across produce that have traveled and sat in the supermarket for some time. Moreover, they have found that fiber doesn't differ between fresh or frozen produce. However, if you would like to maximize the freshness and nutrient availability of your fruits and vegetables and you have the means to do so, a good option is to seek out your local growers markets or wholesale fruit and vegetable market. The final destination, more storage, preparation, and consumption. After the supermarket, your week's purchase of fruits and vegetables are likely to sit a little further on your kitchen bench or in the refrigerator before you actually consume them. As such, they will be subjected to a little more oxidation. Fortunately, although it has been found that frozen produce may contain more antioxidants than fresh stored produce, it doesn't render the antioxidants in fresh stored as negligible. What will affect the nutritional quality of any of your produce is ultimately the way you prepare your food. As mentioned earlier, water-soluble vitamins B and C, for example, will leach into any liquid you cook them in. Vegetables high in these nutrients are therefore best cooked in soups, stews, or curries, recipes where you'll be consuming that liquid. Frozen vegetables, although they won't lose their nutrients, may lose their structural integrity after reheating as a result of the degeneration to their cell walls. This can be combated by steaming them or also adding them into soups, stews, or curries where they're expected to be consumed soft. The bottom line. There is little evidence to suggest that fresh produce is significantly better than frozen produce. Although some nutrients and antioxidants are lost across processing, transport, storage, and preparation, it doesn't make the remaining nutrients in your produce negligible. Canned produce can still be a nutritionally sound choice if you opt for low sugar and low salt varieties and refrain from buying those soaked in oils. Frozen and canned produce can be a great way to incorporate more fruits and vegetables into your diet, especially those no longer in season. They are also very convenient and a great option to fall back on after a long day away from home. If buying across the fresh, frozen, and canned aisles means you'll enjoy a wider variety of fruits and vegetables, then go for it. You just listened to the post titled, Is Fresh Really Best? by Nadia Mazari with idealnutrition.com.au. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Whenever patients ask me, Dr. Neil, which type of fruit or vegetable is best? Should I eat canned ones, frozen ones, or focus on just eating fresh produce as often as possible? My answer, whichever varieties you'll actually eat. The exception to this would be, of course, fried vegetables. Yes, according to the United States Department of Agriculture, fried vegetables like french fries and tater tots count as a serving of vegetables. But given all of the research we have on the potential health consequences of consuming deep-fried foods, I choose to ignore the fact that french fries and tater tots count as a vegetable. But I digress. So, really, the most important thing is to actually consume fruit and vegetables. Fresh, frozen, or canned, it's all good. Now, speaking of canned foods, if you can choose those foods that are in BPA-free cans, that's even better. BPA is known to be potentially harmful to the human body. Now, when it comes to how much fruits and veg we need to consume each day, 
the general guidelines globally are to consume five to nine combined servings of fruits and vegetables each day. So that could be, let's say, two servings of fruit and three servings of vegetables. If you can get that in, you've met that requirement. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for being here every day and sharing the show with someone. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back here tomorrow for the usual Friday Q&A where your optimal life awaits.